You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Everybody thinks that being homeless out here is easy. It's not. Today on the Morning Edition, an attempt to stay warm quickly gets out of hand, sparking more concern about homeless shelter capacity in Anchorage. Plus, with the new year comes the arrival of new alcohol laws to intended to end the so-called bar wars. I'll tell you what changes to expect. And Happy New Year from countdowns to fireworks and drone shows. We take a look back at how cities across the U.S. rang in 2024 as the Morning Edition starts now. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up with, with us today. We hope you had a happy new year yesterday. We're already in 2024, our first morning edition show of 2024. Yeah, and it's a warm one this morning. I don't know if you stepped outside over the weekend, noticed how cold it was, and this morning already beginning to see a warming trend taking hold across South Central. In fact, as that sun rises, uh, you're really going to see uh, the whiteness of those trees, that rime ice that we did see from that freezing fog last week. Uh, as those winds increased uh, through the overnight hours and will through uh, parts of today, uh, we'll begin to see that uh, ice really begin to blow off of those trees. Uh, so expect to see uh, some warmer conditions as those winds continue to build back into the region. Uh, we've got those temperatures this morning holding in the teens and the 20s, currently at 21 degrees uh, at Ted Stevens. Now, while winds themselves are remaining calm at the airport, uh, we will see parts of South Central holding on to some breezy, if not some windy conditions uh, through the Matsu Valley later this afternoon into the evening hours. 28 degrees in Wasilla, uh, 26 degrees in Kenai. We've got 27 in Seward and then out towards uh, Valdez as well as Cordova. We've got those temperatures sitting in the teens uh, and the 20s. The warmest uh, stretch of weather that we're seeing this morning is out towards Homer uh, where those temperatures are sitting near 40 degrees. So we've got a mixture of uh, some clear skies and clouds across South Central today, largely expected to remain uh, on the drier side, but we will see some peaks of sunshine uh, as we head throughout the afternoon uh, hours. This is the next system that we are watching that's primarily uh, going to impact western Alaska as well as the Aleutians. Uh, that's going to continue to build inland, and as it does, you can see multiple areas from western coast out towards the slope uh, remain up under some form of a, a weather alert from high wind watches to blizzard warnings, uh, even some winter storm warnings uh, that are in effect for parts of the state. Now, here across South Central, things are expected to remain far uh, remain uh, largely on the quiet side today outside of some increasing winds into the valley uh, as we head into the evening hours. So prepare for some breezy conditions. It will be mild today, and we're also watching some isolated scattered snow showers through the week. I'll have those details for you coming up. Japan is facing a rising death toll after a powerful earthquake struck on New Year's Day. Officials say at least 48 people have died. Japanese officials say around 1,000 military personnel are helping with search and rescue operations. A tsunami warning for the region was lifted early this morning. Jared Hill has more from New York. Cleanup and rescue efforts are underway in western Japan as shocking new images show the extent of the damage from yesterday's strong earthquakes. 
The series of about 20 quakes struck just after 4 p.m. local time on New Year's Day. The strongest measuring at a magnitude of 7.6. The violent tremors caused buildings to collapse, roads to split, sparked raging fires, and triggered massive waves and tsunami warnings. The whole room was shaking, the TV was shaking. It is quite scary. Thousands of people in Japan were visiting shrines and temples, a New Year's Day tradition when the ground started to shake. And at first, people just were stunned. American TV producer and Japan resident Daniel Smith says he was visiting this shrine when the quakes began. We didn't feel like the, the normal, you got an earthquake for, you know, tremors for a couple of minutes. This felt more significant than that. And it felt a lot more dangerous. Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida says there's widespread damage and numerous human casualties. Officials there are warning residents in some areas not to return to their homes, fearing there could be more quakes. Jared Hill, CBS News. President Biden released a statement last night saying he and the First Lady are praying for the people of Japan who have been impacted by the earthquake. He also said his administration is in touch with Japanese officials and that the U.S. stands ready to provide assistance. Back here at home, a large bonfire at a homeless encampment got out of hand Monday. Thanks to a speedy response by AFD, the fire at Cuddy Park was quickly put out. Lexi Elverton spoke with a man who says he started the fire and also firefighters who responded to it. They tell her it's a reminder of the struggle of being homeless during the cold winter months and the concern many share of Anchorage not having enough shelter space. Sleeping out here ain't easy. Being out here is not easy. Everybody thinks that being homeless out here is easy. It's not. A man who said he was living in Anchorage's Cuddy Park said he started the fire with wood pallets because he said he had run out of propane and was cold. John Stennis, a firefighter with the Anchorage Fire Department, says they were dispatched at about 3 p.m. to put out the fire. You know, I'm not an expert on surviving out, out in the winter here. Um, I really feel for folks that... That's the reality every day. Um, so I don't have any advice on how to how to stay warm other than a bunch of blankets um, and trying to get in one of the shelters we have. I know there's not maybe enough space for everybody. The municipality has a dashboard that shows current occupancy at nine shelters in Anchorage. While the dashboard changes constantly, they've regularly been at or near capacity this winter. We all sign on that little piece of paper. We all sign up every week saying how many people are here and how many people are homeless. Scott says being homeless during the winter comes with its challenges. Because one, you have to worry about your pool, your, what you're going to have over your head for the night, how you're going to stay warm, and worry about your partner with you. Sinis emphasized the importance of safe heating practices when it comes to camping outside. It's tough for, for homeless folks. They have to remain warm. Um, but any sort of like propane or any sort of flame inside a tent or an RV is obviously dangerous. So, you know, we discourage any sort of activity like that. Lex Elverton. Alaska's news source. The municipality confirms there's no longer a wait list of people who need shelter in Anchorage due to uh, multiple issues with the system. They say there are currently five open beds out of the 574 the city offers. In addition, the 56th Street shelter is what they call a walk-up shelter. The FBI is asking for the public's help in solving a bank robbery. The agency's Anchorage field office released photos of this person who's accused of robbing the Wells Fargo inside the Fifth Avenue Mall on Friday. No one was hurt, and the FBI says weapons weren't seen during the robbery. Additionally, there were no injuries, nor have there been any arrests. The agency is encouraging anyone with information to call 907-276-4441. 
Alaska State Troopers say a son killed his father over the New Year's weekend. This was in the northwest Alaska village of Koyuk. Troopers allege 35-year-old Franklin Adams shot and killed his dad, 74-year-old Dennis Adams, on Saturday night inside a house in the small town 128 miles east of Nome. AST says the younger Adams was living in the home with his father. When the shooting happened, he's charged with first-degree murder. People mover bus riders can expect to see some changes in the new year. Starting January 22nd, people movers transitioning to a new winter schedule. More service, more frequency, and faster travel times is what the bus service is promising. The new schedule includes more trips to the Lusak Library and also to the airport. They also say people in South Anchorage will have more options when two routes combine. Now that it's being combined with the Route 85, it will have service all day from 6 a.m. to midnight and service on the weekends, which it doesn't have right now. So South Anchorage is getting a lot more service. People Mover says these are the first major changes to bus routes since 2021. If you'd like to see all the details, a link to it is at alaskasnewsource.com. New state alcohol laws went into effect yesterday, creating what some say will be a more level playing field between bars and tasting rooms. But the new laws are receiving mixed reviews from some in the industry. Steve Kirch takes us through the changes. But they don't go far enough. I mean, they, in my eyes, they need to erase all that stuff. Odd Man Rush Brewing owner Reed McDonald says part of his frustration is that tap rooms, the space in which a brewery serves its beer to customers, still cannot have TVs or stools at the tap room bar and are limited to selling three 12-ounce beers per person. Um, I just think that it's an archaic uh, way of looking at it. We're like, sorry, we can't, we can't give that to you. And so there, there was people that they, they would get angry and they would, they would actually walk out and leave. But there is a positive side. Under the new regulations, tap rooms can now hold a limited number of live events each year and stay open until 9 p.m. rather than 8 p.m. under the old law. Where uh, you have a packed house and you got a call, last call at you know 7:45, uh, so that extra hour gives uh, e extra revenue. Looking at it from the bar perspective, John Dave. Bar manager of the Time Out Lounge in Anchorage said a beverage dispensary license can cost a bar hundreds of thousands of dollars compared to $1,500 for a brewery license. He said in parts, Senate Bill 9 was pushed to be able to increase the profit window for some of the alcohol industry, but not all. Bars will see little to no change as they idly stand by and watch the landscape of the industry change. Uh, this is our 10 barrel brew house. However, McDonald counters, breweries have a significant investment of their own. For instance, manufacturing equipment that is not cheap. A little over 500,000. But in the end, McDonald said he went to what he called the dark side and purchased a beverage dispensary license. Because even under the new laws, as a brewery, he was leaving too much money on the table. It's taken so long just to get that extra hour. Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. Also part of the new state laws is a provision that puts new limits on the number of new tap rooms that can operate in a town or a city intended to address public safety and alcohol abuse. Coming up, this next story is all about meeting friends in unexpected places. Did you make a friend? I didn't know about that, Sadie. How a special bond was made through a window. Today is all good news. Starting off the new year with warmer conditions as well as some winds pushing into the state. I'll have more details on that. But first, the sunrise this morning coming in at 10:12. Sunset 3:54. Seeing at five hours and 41 minutes of daylight.
Welcome back on this Tuesday morning. Let's check in with Aaron Morrison to see what our weather's looking like today. Well, we're already beginning to see some warmer conditions push across the state. With that being said, still seeing some cold pooling uh, of air as you head to the north, where wind chills are uh, sitting at 45 below in Fort Yukon, 43 below in Dead Horse, uh, out towards Fairbanks. We've got eight below this morning, but notice as you head further south uh, here in South Central, as well as out towards Southwest Alaska, uh, we're actually beginning to see some warmer conditions. Now, wind chills still sitting in the single digits for Bethel, uh, but temperatures certainly noticeably warmer than what we saw last week when uh, wind chills were as low as about negative 40 below uh, for parts of Southwest Alaska. Notice winds, uh, wind gusts this morning, uh, anywhere from about 25 to nearly uh, 50 miles per hour across the state. These winds will continue uh, to increase as we head through the remainder of the day. Even here in South Central, uh, we'll begin to see some of those winds picking up, uh, more so through the valley into the afternoon and evening hours uh, as we begin to see those Matanuska winds kick into high gear. Uh, and that's where we're going to be seeing some of those winds gusting 20 to about 50 miles per hour uh, through parts of the Matsu. Watching this storm system out towards the Aleutian, uh, that's going to uh, continue to move inland uh, out towards uh, parts of uh, the Bering Sea, even as you head out towards uh, Bristol Bay region. And as it does, uh, it is expected to kind of stall out here over the next several days, keeping most of the active weather uh, out towards western and southwest Alaska. Now, with that being said, here in South Central, we still will see some increasing winds and we'll see our better chance of some snow arriving uh, as we welcome in our Wednesday. So there's that storm system uh, slowly moving uh, through the uh, just south of the Aleutians into the Bering Sea as we head uh, through the middle of the week. Notice that snow as well as uh, areas of wintry mix beginning to push up Lake and Peninsula. Uh, we'll see some areas of wintry mix for Kodiak as we head into the evening hours. And then tonight into tomorrow, there's that push of snow that's going to build uh, into South Central. Now today we could see some flurries towards the evening hours, uh, but our better chance of seeing some snow arrives as we welcome in the day Wednesday. Uh, and you can really see through the middle of this week on into your Thursday and possibly even Friday, uh, we're going to hold on to this chance for seeing at least some scattered snow showers uh, in the forecast. We'll also hold on to some warmer conditions. Temperatures today uh, topping out in the 20s, if not near 30 degrees, where we hold on to some of those gustier conditions. Uh, so expect for Wasilla and Palmer likely making a run uh, near freezing later today. So a gradual increase in isolated snow showers by midweek. Uh, again, we could see some flurry activity today across South Central. Uh, isolated wintry mix for Southeast with those temperatures in the 30s and the 40s. I uh, could see some breezy conditions for you. We've got some breeze, uh, some breezy winds through the uh, Kenai with some uh, sunshine expected. Winds gusting to 40 miles per hour in Homer. Uh, Seward, uh, Kodiak seeing those gusts up to 50 miles per hour. Uh, so expect to see those winds increasing through the day. We'll see highs in the 30s. Uh, as you head through Prince William Sound, still cold through the Copper River Basin at nine below. Uh, there it is in the valley. You can see Palmer and Wasilla with those winds expected to increase highs near freezing. Uh, cooler as you head through the Parks Highway from Willow and Talkeetna uh, with those temperatures in the teens and the 20s today. And then that seven-day forecast shows that uh, yeah, we're going to continue to stay on the warmer side as we welcome in the first full week of this year. Uh, snow showers staying with us Wednesday and Thursday and heading into the weekend, Kristen. Uh, still keeping with that chance for some snow and those uh, daily highs pushing the upper 20s. All right, not too bad. Thanks, Aaron. Here's a positive story to start off your new year. It's about a gal named Sadie to whom Dame Allgood just couldn't help but introduce himself. He introduces us to her in today's All Good News. I like to run here at the Central Middle School track in Anchorage. One day I looked up and noticed a faraway face looking my way in the large window in the house across the street. 
Well, you have to look closer. There it is, a cute dog. So I started waving to be neighborly. She didn't wave back, but I know she saw me. And then on another day, I saw a lady come out of the house, and we met. Hi, I'm Sheila. Hi, I'm Dave. Well, actually, it went more like this. So you know Sadie? Is she... How do you know Sadie? Well, I, I think we've made a connection. I think we've uh, we've been uh, we've been seeing each other every day for a while now. I just I, I love that dog. I just wanted to say hello. Well, I'm Dave, that's by the way. Really nice. I'm Sheila. Nice to meet. Nice you. Nice to meet you, Sheila. Yeah. The fuzzy a, face in the window I, had a name, Sadie. So it was time. Dave, are you ready to meet Sadie? Yeah, I am. Let's do it. I gave Sheila a moment to give Sadie a heads up. Did you make a friend? I didn't know about that, Sadie. Hey, Dave. Hey, what's going on? Is this, this Sadie? Is, this is Sadie. Oh, are you? are so cute. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at her. Goodness, she loves you're you. You're the one I've seen in the window. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Come here. Oh, you're not supposed to do Sadie that. was even no, cuter no, in person. Yes. Well, come to find out, Sadie is 10 years old, and her mom, Sheila, is a retired professor from UAA. I'm cherishing her. I mean, 10 is pretty old for a dog. And like a lot of us, Sheila says she feels a bit guilty about leaving Sadie home alone. Every time I come home and see her looking out the window, waiting for me, I feel terrible. She but she does ponder Sadie's thoughts. Yeah, what would she do when I'm gone? She's making a friend across the, 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 the fence. What? Sadie was watching me and the world go by. It was amazing to me. I didn't know that was happening. We noticed each other, and today for a moment, I wanted to see what Sadie sees. So this is where you hang out all the time? No. Yeah. Well, this is quite cozy. I, w I think this is a great place to view people. Are you a people watcher? Are you a people person? <laughs> they say the eyes are the window to the soul. And today, I got a paw and a kiss from my new best friend, Sadie, who I now know. But it's really nice that she also likes some people, and we found you, because I think it's <laughs> lovely to find out that she had a friend. Well, I'm glad I found Sadie. They say the eyes are the windows to the soul, and I say Sadie has a soul of gold. And that's... I feel lucky to have her. The All Good News. And that was just one of the stories you can see in the All Good News special. You can watch the full special on all of our streaming platforms and on alaskasnewsource.com. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from Alaska's News Source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska's News Source app.